0: Greetings, Mountain Brook. Welcome back to our podcast. My name is Donald Clayton. I'm the principal at Mountain Brook Junior High, and I'm joined once again by Dr. Dickie Barlow, our superintendent of this wonderful school district. Look, we're in podcast number three uh, surrounding this uh, current pandemic we're in, and Uh, the information that we have and how we're responding as a school district. Oddly enough, episode one was about what just happened, uh, and here we are again a week later with our third podcast, and it's pretty much the same thing, what just happened, because it's been a week and a lot has happened uh, in that amount of time. Dr. Barlow, I know that, uh, and a lot of people, everybody pretty much knows, Governor Ivey had an announcement yesterday.
1: Uh, Can you update us on what that announcement was? I sure can. I was, uh, just like everyone else that went, uh, that that heard the news yesterday. I was actually driving in my car and received a call saying that the governor was going to have a press conference at four o'clock with Dr. Eric Mackey, the state superintendent. I knew that that meant that they were going to come out with a declaration of where we are going to move forward with our state school system. And, um, at four o'clock, uh, so I didn't know any more than you did or anyone else in Mountain Brook did at that time. But so yesterday we were all watching with great anticipation and she stated out that um, starting April 6th, that public school shall implement a plan to complete the 2019-2020 school year using alternate methods of instruction. And as established by the state superintendent, Dr. Eric Mackey, other than going back to school for us, we thought that was the best scenario for, for our school system. So after that
0: announcement um, and kind of hearing that, what does that mean for us um,
1: as a school system? Well, just that, that we will start an e-learning platform. Yeah, I think we talked about that on the last podcast about what that would look like a little bit. And so... On April 6th, Monday, April 6th, we will start school back up, but it'll just be an e learning platform. Our schools, school buildings will still be closed, but our teachers will offer instruction through the e learning platform starting April 6th.
0: So we're closed, but learning is going, and there's a little bit of space there in the middle about. School activities, athletics, tryouts, senior events, graduation. How does the announcement impact those items?
1: What Dr. Mackey said yesterday, he said a number of things. And so let me just go through that list of things that he said. He said, first of all, that in-person instruction is prohibited. Basically, that means, let's say that my daughter needed help, and she called her teacher and said, hey, can I just drive up to the school, and maybe you can help me? Um, you know, right in front of the school, well, Dr. Mackey has made it clear that the health and safety of our students and of our teachers and our families is paramount in this. And so there's to be no in-person instruction in any form or fashion. The other thing he said, which leads to your question, Donald, was that all field trips and activities and convocations and gatherings and athletics whether in state or out of state, should be canceled through June fifth, twenty twenty. Now, I will say that Dr. Mackey today, when he was talking, said that let's say the virus um, slows down and is not, uh, and the restrictions that are um, that we have from the Jefferson County Health Department are not necessarily in place, and so we can meet in bigger groups. Then he is open to. Allowing some type of you know graduation ceremonies or services, those kind of things that would take place um, maybe before June fifth, but it really just depends on what our nation looks like and what our state looks like um, about that time.
0: Tell us, um, we're transitioning to
1: e-Learning, Dr. Barlow, are we ready? We are ready. We're as ready as we can be right now. Now, Can we go back to podcast one or two? Remember we talked about the difference between E-Day and e-learning and we've been doing or participating in what we've called E-Days probably for the last 10 years. Um, And again, it started when the H1N1 virus came about and we asked the question, if we had to have school and not have our students go to a building, could we do it? And so we've been practicing E-Days. And again, E-Days are a lot different in the sense that you do work online for a day, and then you go see your teacher the next day. Uh, that's not gonna happen in the next couple of months. E-learning is gonna be a long period of time, and so we're as ready as we can be because, and when I say that because we've never done it before, you know. Right. Um, this is a brand new frontier, but I will say this, and that we were talking earlier today, Donald, and, and I think it was you that said, if there was ever a community that was ready, it's our community. Exactly. And, and so let's kind of go through the checklist. We have great parent support. You know, our parents are deeply involved in our students' learning, and so you've got to have that if you're going to have an effective e-learning platform. We've got fabulous students. They want to learn. Um, you know, they want to be involved in school. The school is kind of the hub of everything that goes on in our community. And so our students wanna be part of the school community. Um, that's a huge plus and check mark. We've got teachers that are committed to not just teaching students, but loving them and caring for them in every way. And so we've got teachers that wanna go the extra mile. Um, and that's great to have teachers like that because again, let me go back to those two words, new frontier. Right. <laughs> Our teachers are great in the classroom, and we're asking them in a period of a week to switch over to a learning environment. And our teachers are excited about it, apprehensive, nervous, anxious, just like our students are, just like our parents are, just like we all are. Sure. But excited, too, because we think that we can do this. Um, and then, you know, we have a one-to-one environment for all of our students, so every student in our school system has a uh, – a Chromebook and in fact uh, we have another Chromebook distribution next Monday from 2 to 4 at the elementary schools. If you haven't picked up your Chromebook we want you to go by and get your children's Chromebook. Um, if you can't do it then we'll continue to keep handing out Chromebooks until everybody has one. I will say this too if you some people have said to me hey we have Chromebooks at home um, or have laptops at home or desktops. And we're good at our family. Do we have to come pick up our Chromebook? And the answer is absolutely not. If you don't feel like you need it, then you don't have to come and get it. So all that to say, we've got those pieces of the puzzle. And um, so the only thing I would say that you're going to hear me say over and over again is that we really believe that we're ready. It's more than education. We understand that this is an anxious time for all of our families. And so if we, the school system, can provide some type of structure that um, where students can thrive from home. And then also if we can also offer flexibility because we know some things are going to work and some things aren't going to work. When we realize that something's not working, we're going to have to change. And if we all are patient, then not only will we get through this, but we'll thrive in it.
0: Yeah, patience sounds like, a, and flexibility is a big thing for us, in, in just in general in society. Um, thank you for that, um, Dr. Barlow. Look, our next podcast will be solely around what will e-learning look like. Um, so thank you for tuning in to this one, and, and please join us uh, for podcast number four, where we explore um, e-learning um, and how it will look for our school system. Hope you guys stay well. Thanks.